Good day to you, everyone. This is Pastor Truth with another Seeds of Wisdom. How are you doing today? I pray that all of you are doing well. Yes, you heard it here. My name has changed a little bit. Now I'm no longer Pastor Jay, but I'm Pastor Truth, as dubbed by some of my people. It's a great day in the Lord on today. I know it's been a while since I've been with you all, um, but I've come with a fresh new word for you on today. I want to talk to you today about people who underestimate you. I want to talk to you today about different things that could be said about you by other people who don't believe that you are who uh, you say you are in God. And to illustrate this point, uh, to show you what I'm talking about, we're going to go through uh, a particular passage of scripture um, in Luke chapter 7 verses 19 through 22. And if I was to give this message a specific title, it would be simply, I can show you better than I could tell you. We've all heard that expression before, right? I can show you better than I can tell you. And generally, this means that when somebody challenges you or doubts you or speaks something uh, contrary about you, then uh, what is being told or what is being shown or what is being said or what have you, that instead of running your mouth, trying to talk to them and trying to convince them of it uh, verbally so they can have all the arguments in the world, uh, Rather than doing all of that, you decide to get yourself up, dust yourself off, and show them exactly the reason why it's been said what was said. And so, not that necessarily anybody was talking bad about Jesus in this particular passage of Scripture, but Jesus gives us an inclination, gives us an idea of how to deal with certain things when you know the notoriety has been built up, when you know the novelty has been uh, heard and, and said, and, and yet you still have people asking questions about you as if they don't know, as if they haven't heard, as if they haven't had the opportunity to see it for themselves. And so we go to Luke chapter 7, verses 19, where John the Baptist has decided to send a couple of his disciples uh, to find Jesus so that they could ask him, are you the one or should we be looking for another? And now when you look back into the word, you notice that John the Baptist was actually the one who baptized Jesus. And in this particular baptism, when he baptized Jesus and Jesus came out of the water, the, the sky had opened and a dove came down. Uh, and it was the Holy Spirit coming down in the form of a dove. And you heard uh, from this cloud, the Lord speak, Lord God speak, saying, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. You would think that would be the only sign that John would have needed John, the one who had been baptizing people, John, the one who was to make the way straight for the Lord, John, the one who leaped uh, in his mother's womb whenever he heard the salutation of Mary. Uh, this John, this John who knew that Jesus was his cousin, this John, and yet he's asking, he's questioning, hey, are you the one or should we be looking for another? 
Now, I know that John had to have heard about Jesus by this time. Jesus had already been moving and shaking a little bit in different areas. Um, he had preached in synagogues in Galilee. He had went to Judea and done signs, miracles, and wonders in all kinds of different places, as a matter of fact. So the notoriety for Jesus had been already out there in the atmosphere. People were already talking. Uh, there had been uh, signs already performed. Miracles had already been performed. Uh, people had been... Uh, set free of demons. People have been uh, set free of leprosy. People have been set free of the palsy, all of these things like that. And I know that these words had to have come to John and yet he still has to ask, are you the one or should we be looking for another? Think back into your own life when there has been people who might have questioned your abilities. They might have questioned your skills. They might have questioned your anointing. They might have questioned the presence of God in your life. And they might have heard some things. Oh, they this individual is supposed to be here to pray. Oh, this individual is supposed to be here to prophesy. Oh, this individual is supposed to be here to preach. And they, they talk about you as if they have any doubts in their mind. And uh, is this really the person to do all of that? Look, look at them. They don't look like much. Is this really the individual you was talking about? Because, I mean, they they, they, that no, I ain't never heard their name out in the in the in, in the streets in the in the in the uh, maybe the, the circles and all of those things like that. This ain't the person I really heard about. Like they're not um, um, Joe Osteen or, or uh, you know any of these other people like that. I don't think they got all of this power. I don't think they got all of this presence. The Lord can't be in their name if they ain't in a mega church, right? And yet, even in the midst of this. You have to listen to these people questioning. If you're the one that was sent, if you're the one that they had heard about, if they're the one, if you're the one that had been talked about, if you're the one who people were getting excited about, if you were the one uh, that people were speaking on in various circles. And yes, it might be the inclination of the flesh to argue to um, pipe up and to challenge and all those things like that you know how we do hey look you ain't got to question me you know i got an anointing you know i got a presence you know i'm doing big things you know i'm doing this thing at the job you know i i know you heard about me you could check my dna all of these things like that we uh spend so much time talking and, and breaking uh, a, a bunch of wind through our mouths talking about what we've done and what we can do and all of these things like that and still, at the end of the day, have not gotten to a place where we have proven ourselves one way or another. You ever try to argue somebody half to death about who you are, what you can do? We have to recognize and we have to understand that all of that lip service, all of that talking is not necessary. Because... The Bible even declares that those who will make themselves low will be exalted. If you humble yourself and simply do the work that God has for you to do, the proof will be in the pudding. 
God will make people draw attention to you. God will cause people to pay attention to what you're doing. God will cause people to, to pay attention to how well it's being done. God will cause these people to go into various circles where they're hearing just how great you are and whatever it is that you do. And it will be proven in the wash. You ever heard that old expression, the proof is in the pudding? You can say what you want to. You can shout it from the rooftops. You can do all of that stuff. You can clap your hands and shake your head and stomp your feet and all of that stuff like that, trying to prove who you are. But at the end of the day, there's nothing better that will prove who you are but to humble yourself and simply do the work. Simply do the work. And so in this particular passage of scripture, instead of Jesus answering the question outright, he simply began to do the work. In that very hour, he began to heal. He began to set free and he began to deliver. He began to cause blind men to see. He began to heal people of uh, leprosy and all kinds of different afflictions and and. Uh, all other manner of diseases and things of that nature. Uh, he cast out demons and all of these sort of things. And then after he was done, he told the disciples of John, you go and you tell John everything I've shown you, everything you've seen here, how the lame walk, the blind see, how People have been healed from all different types of afflictions. He didn't waste time arguing the point of who he was, but he simply did what he was supposed to do. And that made all the difference in the world. You see, when you prove yourself by making yourself humble and just simply doing what you're supposed to be doing, God will make people see you for who you are. You have nothing to prove. The Bible talks in several different examples how the, the abased will be abound. How the humble shall be exalted. And how the froward will be made low. You see, that's pride and ego talking. When you have to prove to them by speech exactly who you are, when you have to argue somebody down to tell them what you can do, your gifts were not given to you or were not accomplished by your own will, by your own standards, by your own measures, by your own doing. It's God that gave you these gifts. So who better to prove to anybody if you are who and what people are saying you are but him. And he knows how to put you in the right light, in the right circumstances, and in the right way to be able to prove that point with minimum effort. Because when Jesus is at the helm of everything, when he's causing these things to happen, it doesn't take much. There's nothing impossible for God. There's nothing impossible for God 
when you humble yourself and simply do what he's called you to do. It makes no sense for you to be a pastor or a prophet or an evangelist or an apostle or a teacher of the word and you're out there trying to prove to everybody who you are. When all you have to do is simply do the work that has been assigned to you by God and allowing God to make you known to man. We have to take the posture of I can show you better than I can tell you. I'm just going to sit here and do the work that God called me to do. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to fuss with you. I'm not going to shake and bob my head at you. We're not going to get into no fifth fights. We're not going to have no shooting can on. All of this stuff is ridiculous and this nonsense and it's bone foolery. I don't have time with it because I've got to be about my father's business. But if you want to know exactly who I am... Catch me where I'll be at and allow me to show you by God's workings. You can see it when God uses me in the way he wants to use me. You'll understand by and by when God uses me with the authority and the presence and the power that only he can give, that only he can supply, that only he can provide. Because after all, it's really not about me. It's about him. I'm just the vessel he chooses to use. So let me show you. By being used by God, by allowing the God of my salvation to come in and do what he wants to do. Let me show you. In the way that God takes over this vessel and speaks to his people and causes me to lay hands and causes me to do these things. It causes me to move in the spirit of the Lord. Because then you won't have any doubt. There won't be any arguments. There won't be any issues. Because God is in control. When you allow yourself to put yourself in the situation and try to prove who you are based on your flesh, you put yourself in the position of sheer failure. But the Bible declares, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. So if people get to running their mouth about you too much, get to doubting you too much, get to talking about you too much, guess what? It's God's job to provide the exposure necessary to prove them to be wrong. Not that he's proving you to be right, but rather that he's proving himself to be the same God yesterday, today, and forever. The same God that can use anyone. I no longer want to put myself in a place where I have to prove that I'm the preacher. I no longer want to put myself in a position where I have to prove that I'm the pastor. 
I recognize within myself that God has allowed me to take these positions in these places. Not by anything so great that I've done, but because I'm willing to yield myself to him so that he can do his perfect work in me. So it's no longer about me, but it's about him in all things. And he can definitely show you better than I could tell you. So to all you who feel like you have to defend your anointing, uh, to all of you who feel as though you have to defend your giftings, um, to all of you who feel as though even you have to defend the reason why you have your position at your job, or why you're in any given place of authority. If you trust God to put you in that place, if you believe that God anointed you to be in that place, don't waste your time arguing and fussing with anybody else about who you are and what you can do. But the word says, study to be quiet and tend to your own business and work with your own hands that thing that is right. Allow God to be the one who shows you to be approved. Under the power of God, you're able to show them better than you can tell them. Under the power of God, you can do more and say less and get your point across. Under the power of God, if you make yourself humble, he will cause you to be exalted. So, Believers, it's my encouragement to tell you to stop arguing, stop debating, stop getting rowdy and rah-rah when it comes to your anointing or your place or your position. Depend on God in all circumstances. Continue to be humble. And if you're not humble, repent and learn how to be humble. Because if you make yourself low, God will lift you high. And through his power and through his goodness, through his grace and through his mercy and by his spirit. You can show him better than you can tell him. I hope that you've enjoyed this message on today. I hope that it's been an inspiration and an encouragement to you. I hope that it will in some way help you to see that just doing the work of God is enough to prove who you are in God. That you don't need to defend yourself. That you don't need to debate. And I pray 
truly that if you take the steps to make yourself humble and to simply do the work assigned to you that God has assigned for you to do, that in due season, God will show you to be approved. And that you can definitely show your enemies better than you could tell them by God's power and by his spirit. This is Pastor Truth from the Vineyard True Vine Memories saying God bless you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. Thank you for your time. God bless.